1: So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R rfm to get started.
2: I don't look pregnant yet. I just feel you it. No, you don't. That's why I always wear loose clothes now.
1: You wear a lot of dark colors, too.
2: Mm-hmm. All I want is Papa John's, Wendy's, and Girl <laughs> Scout 50s. <cookies. laughs>
1: you should ask uh, them to sponsor us during the show. No lie. Well, I think we should talk about that. <laughs> At least we knew you when you were skinny. <laughs>
2: Well yeah. I, I oh, lost yeah. I lost five pounds the my first trimester, so I'm trying to gain it back. Mm,
1: I'll
0: you're tell you how have, you're gonna gain it back seeing that <laughs> you just said. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Casey Boat and you're listening to Door Bumper Clear. The guys are sleep deprived, but back from Las Vegas, where TJ took home his first win of the 2020 season. Today, we'll discuss his win and Sunday's late restart and final lap caution, Corey LaJoy's comments on Super Speedway Racing, and Kevin Harvick's bounty on Kyle Bush. An all new DBC is ready to roll here in three, two, one.
1: I'm TJ Majors. This is Brent Ripley. Get ready, be ready,
0: be ready, Replay. be playing. Give me
1: what you got here.
0: Watch out for this guy. White flag. Recognize. Hello. 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 Clear. three the
1: light. Door bumper. Clear. Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors. It's part of the 22 Cup Car uh, 99 truck. Give it a little more enthusiasm. You hmm. won the damn race yesterday, man. Come on. Uh, no, he also probably took
2: like a sure. red-eye back. So
1: did everybody else. I was just thinking maybe we can add another car because this is the same car the one last year. Oh, yeah. There you go. Brett Griffin, spider Clint Boyer. Uh, fresh
0: off a four-hour sleep, got home at 2 o'clock, got up at 6, did the morning carpool, and I think I'm more nauseated than Casey is, and she's pregnant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great way to welcome me on. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys, I'm Casey. Uh, oh, you're and perky
0: today. Did we get any fun uh, comments on your yet. video last week? Did anybody like send fun stuff?
2: Yeah, I have actually haven't had a chance to go through all of them, but I will say... Well, first off, welcome, Jason. What's up? Before I forget to introduce you. Oh, um, part-time. <laughs> uh, he's
1: full-time now, though. Yeah, yeah, but he's part-time with us
0: because they're robbing us. I don't know. All the resources go to Dale Jr. I stuff, know. and it's still not as good and as ours. And Dillner's
2: behind the camera right now like, you idiots. He is. He don't,
1: yeah.
0: donors <laughs> was quit? hand motion Donor's slacking.
1: Yeah. Dillner started slacking and halt looking thumbs at Thumbs up. Is that what that was? Yeah. Hey, let's go look at this dirt track in this field. Hey, Schultz, take up my work <laughs> for me. <laughs> but, <laughs> There's leaving <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah, it seems like weird in here when not, without Freddie doesn't it's it? It's
2: kind of quiet, so there's so much it.
1: room over there by you.
2: I know, I'm usually on the end, <laughs> <laughs> barely. Freddie Freddy
0: gained not here. at least 12 pounds in Vegas. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, he gained oh at least God. 12 pounds.
2: <laughs> Alcohol, I or? gained
0: four, and he I know he did more than I did. I weighed this morning, and I was like, holy <laughs> stanky, it's bad. <laughs> We ended up Friday night, we went out um, to dinner, and then we ran into Kid Rock, and we ended up Casual. going to a couple of uh, places with him, went to Excess, that wasn't really his scene, we didn't stay there long, and then we went to Losers, which is in MGM, had a little corner table, man, I sat there and had some cocktails. Well, Freddie and I were both off on Saturday, i wake up Saturday morning, and I'd made a haircut appointment. And I rolled down to this haircut place, TJ, and I'm like, hey, I want a haircut. It was like $65. I was
1: like, oh damn. Like,
0: but I'd won 1000 bucks the night before playing crap, so I wasn't really going to worry about it. Then the guy says, you want me to trim your beard? And I was like, no, my beard's fine. So he's like, well, you don't want me to fade it in with like the, the haircut? And I was like, yeah, you can fade it in with a haircut. That's fine, which to me is like not trimming a beard. He charged me $50 for that. I got to the register, and it was $121 for a haircut. <laughs>
2: He's probably used to drunk people coming in and be like, "Just give me what you got."
1: Uh-huh. A guy, I, I feel like an idiot. What an idiot who does yeah, that! I, I'm everything you do in Vegas is super expensive. I'm really actually surprised. You're surprised it costs that much. I'm surprised.
2: Why would you? Don't you have like a normal person that cuts your hair?
1: No,
0: I usually I won't cut know it to myself. Anybody
2: be, other than the one person I go to. Really? Yeah, I usually
0: cut mine myself. Mess but... it up? yeah, women are really picky about their hair. Yeah. I don't really care. Half of mine's fell out
1: anyway. True.
2: don't matter. That's why you wear a hat all the time.
1: No, I wear a hat because I don't want to burn. Well, at least, mm-hmm. at least if some of it's gone. Maybe it would have charged you a hundred for the hair I or know. So <laughs> well. I should have got fifty
0: percent off the haircut. You fact. had
2: you had a lot to complain about when you got to Vegas because you it took you what twenty four hours. Me,
0: it took me sixteen hours to get to Las Vegas, and I'll make this short and sweet. We land in Memphis, we get gas, we take off again, we land in Amarillo, Texas. We get gas. Our pilot comes in and says, we have a flat tire. I'm like, oh, fine. Well, let's change the tire. We can't change the tire. We don't have a tire. There's not a tire close to here. So the plane that just took off with everybody else is going to go all the way to Vegas, which was two hours. They're going to get fuel, 30 minutes. They're going to fly back here two hours. They're going to pick us up. That's 30 more minutes of fuel. We're going to load up and we're going to fly out of here. So we were stranded in Amarillo, Texas for four and a half, five hours. Then when we take off, the president decided he was going to leave Colorado, fly back to Vegas. They shut down the entire Vegas airspace. So now we are diverted to some whole airport in Northern Arizona, 100 nautical miles from Las Vegas. When we land there, guess what we don't have? transportation to get to vegas we sit there another three hours waiting on shuttle buses to get there they get there and it's the shuttle buses from vegas with the stripper poles in them (gasps) guess what there's no strippers so now we pile all our bags in here good news is there's some important people on there too like eric amarola guys like that so like you you because a lot of times tj will tell you we feel kind of like peasants sometimes because there's always these vip people and then there's all the rest of us and tj and i have been on the vip side but this particular day, I'm not on the VIP side. So now we're another two hours and 40 minutes in a car because this stripper bus wouldn't go but 40 miles an hour all the way back to Vegas. So I took off from Charlotte at noon on Thursday, and I got to Vegas at five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, East Coast time. It was like two o'clock in the morning there. And you know here we are, take showers, go to bed, boom, roll out the next day and go to work. But... Um, yeah, my travel adventures to Vegas were, I think, probably the worst travel day I've ever Remember had. Remember
2: when you said you were going to make it short and sweet? That wasn't short and sweet. Well,
1: that's because my flight wasn't short and sweet. Well, this just, this isn't like uh, something anybody plans for. This is just stuff that can happen. So, and, and keep that, happening. It, and it, it it sucks when it does, but um, you think about how many flights we take where there's no issues at all.
2: What is a donor doing?
1: Look, like Sasquatch walking in the background. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was uh, it's not fun. But anyway, man, a lot of a uh, lot of great news since we had our last show last week around Ryan Newman. I don't yeah. think anybody saw him walking out of a hospital three days after that crash holding his little girl's hand. So not even three days. I don't What think. a miracle, like, man. Two almost. What a miracle. Just uh, can't yeah. say enough about the safety aspect and all the people praying for him. And
1: I didn't see that coming, man. I didn't either. And, uh, yeah, to see him walking out of there in <laughs> his socks with those little girls, that's Newman. I mean, that's... I mean, it, it, the news, the news we kept getting was just better and better and better as the days went on. And it was, every time we heard something was more of a blessing and it was more, you know, you just breathed easier. Cause you never, you still were worried it was going to get bad. Um, but yeah, man, what it a it's amazing that <laughs> he walked out of there, um,
2: and he's complete, I mean, completely back to normal as far as personality goes. Because I yeah. like, the I texted him to see how he was doing. and He made some smart ass comment, and you knew he was just, you know, back to normal. Yeah, that's every,
1: all the drivers are saying that they have. He has his Newman sense of humor is back. Yeah. You know, so um, that's awesome. I mean, I'm. You don't. You know, you don't. We're all competitors on race day, but I think we all are. We couldn't be happier on how this turned out. Yeah, for I mean, sure, man. After sure. we saw that wreck, I mean this couldn't have been any better. Did you guys uh
0: after the big win last night, did you contemplate just staying in Vegas? <laughs> we need to put uh, a video camera on this door. Have y'all noticed this year that this door just keeps opening yeah. up right in front of us over and I bet this doesn't happen in the Dell Junior download. And Jason keeps getting up and going over there to shut it. Like Jason, get it, get that big ass tire over there and put it in front of that door. Just
1: slam the damn door. Slam Lock it, it slam
0: it, damn it. Anyway, TJ. What were we talking about? Oh, did you think about staying over and partying in Vegas last night?
1: Uh, Ten years ago, that probably would have. Not so much anymore. We used to stay over and party in Vegas when we didn't win. Remember that? Yeah, exactly. Hey, you leaving tonight? Nope. Um,
2: Now you guys are too old and just want to get home.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah. A lot of travel. (laughs) A lot of travel mix-ups with the Xfinity race being after as well. Um, Something you don't really plan for in Vegas. Rain. Raining a race out. I don't know if...
2: Did you see Kit posted a picture of the map of the U.S. and there was only one yeah. area with rain and it was in Vegas? Wow,
1: over the rain In a desert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it would have been fun. Um, you know, I think by four days in Vegas, I think you're almost ready to get home. And after a long day at the racetrack and, and uh, you know, more West Coast trips coming up. It's uh, tough was, flying back to in home. four or three weeks in a row. Really it really is. is. Yep. It's been, I've been doing that uh, for a while now. It's, it's, probably the worst three weeks travel wise of the season for us for me anyway just sure. your body man you get out there and you want to go to bed at eight o'clock and you wake up at three o'clock and no, no matter what you wake uh, up yeah, yeah now you get home and you're like you just start adjusting so i get home last night i'm like oh it's only 11 out there or midnight i'm good and then 6 a.m hits here and yeah you're not it's not good yeah, you don't get jet lag from the jets, people. You get jet lag from the, the time, time zone change. hopping yeah.
0: and the sixteen-hour flights to Vegas. It should take four and a half hours. Yeah, well, that's the stuff that kicks your butt.
2: Any stories? I mean, you guys are in Vegas. Besides the whole Kid Rock winning a thousand, anything else that you got?
0: I mean, I think I've already been through my Vegas adventures. Was I was it? not. I wasn't there as long as TJ was. Remember, uh, my Thursday night was cut basically yeah. off, so I had Friday and Friday night, Saturday morning. Saturday morning I had my expensive haircut. I walked into the, to breakfast and I was like, Man, I need a bunch of water. I'm dehydrated. The guy goes, Well, you're in the desert. I was like, Oh, now we got a smart ass for a waiter. This should go well. Anyway, it was fun. <laughs> Kevin Hart that? was in there eating. He's oh, a tiny
1: little guy. Yeah. Surprised he wasn't working out. Yeah, uh, he wasn't working out. He did he's, have his he had his hoodie up the whole time. Though. That's all of like I follow him on Instagram and he's always got his hoodie up. He had his hoodie up. Yeah, that's it's definitely probably Kevin Hart then. Yeah, no, it's him. He was uh he was chilling at a little place in the Cosmo. I love that hotel. I do like the Cosmo. It's hard to beat it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, I've started staying at the South Point when I went to work with uh, with Joey, and I've grown to like South Point. It's just easy access. There's not a lot. Yeah. And honestly, though, if there's uh, one of the best restaurants I've ever had in my life is in they there. They do have a good steakhouse, right? Oh, that, I went to this place called Michael's. Yeah, that's it. And it, it was an amazing meal probably the best meal i may have ever had in my entire life wow that's a big statement it was ridiculous i mean it was like seven courses man and i'm not a seafood guy but i was eating seafood yeah like it was it was and the i mean i got this uh this filet and the filet is gigantic and it's cooked perfect i couldn't even eat it all because we had seafood salad soup Fre- freddie should have went with you He'd, eat would ate it Freddie would have gained twenty five pounds if he went here. Well, after you get done with your your steak, and it's like family style, like scalloped potatoes, cream of corn, stuff like that. Oh, so good! And then after that, it's like uh, you get dessert, and it's like it's like going to um, uh, what's the place in Burkdale that has the chocolate cake? Red, Red Rocks. Yeah, it's like a huge piece of chocolate cake or whatever you want. I saw Ron in Vegas that owns Red Rocks. He was out there with
0: Denny. Oh, was he? Yeah,
2: he goes to a lot of races. He's, yeah. he's close as any We so, ran into them but, at
0: that restaurant called Catch, which is an Aria.
1: So after you get done with your dessert, they come out with these massive fruit bowls. Like the end. Like You're like, oh my God, what am I going to eat now? And not not to... Not, uh, How much I, weight did you gain in Vegas? Well, luckily I <laughs> ate a lot of the fruit. so <laughs> um, That was one meal. So, And I, I went to go lay down after that. Couldn't. And I'm like, no, because I can't do it. Yeah. so uh, I've heard that place yeah. is good. That's good I, to hear. I highly recommend going.
2: Even
0: you, if
1: it's just for dinner to go there and whatever, I'd go there. If you like Mexican, there's a place called Javier's in
0: Aria. It is so good. Probably the best Mexican I've ever had.
2: Mexican sounds great. Yeah,
0: is Javier margaritas and is cheese dip. Javier? Javier. I don't know. <laughs>
3: Javier. Casey, how's Papa John's sound right now?
2: Oh, man. I ate a lot uh. of Papa John's <laughs> <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of
3: Papa
0: John pizza are you craving?
2: Cheese, cheese. Cheese with the garlic sauce.
0: That's all you want. And Wendy's. What, what do you want from Wendy's?
2: Chicken nuggets. That's yeah. the only way I'll get protein because I can't look at it otherwise.
0: Are you sure that that chicken nugget from Wendy's is actually chicken? Oh,
2: yeah, I, I'm kind of hoping it is because <laughs> that's really all I've got.
0: Yeah, so you're eating cheese pizza and chicken nuggets
2: and Girl Scout cookies.
0: Hey, Girl Scout, cookies. you had something funky this morning from Dunkin' Donuts. What was that? It was that? an egg
2: sandwich. Oh, that's the only it, way I'll eat eggs. I tried she, making listen, eggs, I can't eat are it. Are you if taking I, the
0: prenatal vitamin thingies, yes. or is that before you get pregnant you take
2: them? You take them before and during.
0: Yeah, because
2: awesome. it's supposed to like help with all the other stuff. And what other stuff? Like like brain development, all that. Oh, really? Yeah, my but mom, like my mom
0: must have skipped that pill. <laughs> clearly.
2: <laughs> But there's like food that my you can eat. My mom smoked
0: while she was pregnant with me.
2: And you turned out okay.
0: I was pissed off when I found out about it in the fourth grade, though. I was like, wait, yeah. what? I'm pretty. My mom did, too. I go to health class and they tell you how bad it is to smoke, especially while you're pregnant. And I'm like, mom, I come home from school. Mom, did you smoke while you were pregnant with me? She's like, yeah. I'm like,
1: what an idiot. Who does that? Well, I think a
0: lot that of people
2: a lot. smoked oh, yeah.
1: when they had kids back then. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I feel like that was the norm.
1: I hate cigarette smoke. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing that I don't like about Vegas is some of the places. Are, are they all? You can smoke in all of them. Oh, every one of them. Yeah, it's like the secondhand smoke capital of the world. Like,
2: There are some interesting people in Vegas. I almost no. wish I went because of that. I'll never, I mean, I don't think I've told this story before, but. I was walking back, I think I went to like the Britney Spears concert one night.
0: Me too. I went to that at MGM.
2: Oh, the best concert ever. That's Oh my, my god,
0: she was lip syncing the whole time. You're
2: lying. Uh, no, but she <laughs> she can dance. I sat front row center in that little lounge area. It was awesome. Best um,
0: concert ever, a lip syncer. Her, her and Millie Vanilli, yeah, both of I'll them are like, like Millie Vanilli. Awesome.
2: Well
1: like girl, babe. you know it's true. Blame it on the rain
2: that was finally
1: falling.
2: Keep going. Please. <laughs>
0: Anyway, sorry. Uh,
2: we well, I walk back, and it was, it was so late, and I was staying at Caesars. And you know how Caesars has, like, multiple towers, and you get lost? Well, I wasn't paying attention. I was probably looking at my phone. I stop and ask somebody, hey, do you know where this tower is? And I wasn't really paying attention, and I look up, and it's a group of inmates that were cleaning the uh, – Slot machines, and there were racks of guns with the police officers next to them. Wow, so
1: that's different.
2: Noted when you're in the middle of the that's night. That's your craziest Vegas. Vegas story? No, I probably have more, but that's the only oh. one I can well, think like of. Like what? I don't know. I can't think What's right now. What's
1: the craziest thing you've seen or done in Vegas? I
2: don't remember. I
1: can't say what mine is. but I went out there for <laughs> yeah. Supercross,
2: but I don't remember anything. So that's all I got. Yeah. I'll think of it eventually. What's yours? I can't tell you. Brett?
1: Uh...
0: He's probably in the same boat. I can't really um, say that I remember a whole lot about Vegas, and no, I'm just kidding. I, we used to go every year for the Super Bowl, and it would be Dale Jarrett, Elliott, me, Bob Jeffrey, bigger. We Digger. used to be there when it was going on. Uh, well, they'd test the week before, and then that, that we'd stay over for the Super Bowl, and man, those weekends were so fun. And, you know, this other thing, I mean, like this weekend, there was a big fight in town, so you saw a lot of celebrities. Super Bowl weekend, I mean, you see Joe Theismann playing craps. You see Dennis Rodman in the bar. You see Chevy Chase. Like, it – I I mean, that's my favorite memories of Vegas is uh, being with Dale Jarrett and those guys because DJ knows everybody. You want to talk to Derek Jeter? He'll call Derek Jeter. You want to talk to (laughs) – I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. Like, Dale Jarrett literally knows everybody, and that was in the height of his career where he was winning championships and a lot of big races, you know, so – Um, I mean, like we were just talking about, (laughs) TJ and I used to be VIPs. Now we're not. (laughs) You never know what you're going to see in Vegas. Nah, it's awesome. I love that town. Glad we don't go back for a while, though, because you have to recover. But Fontana, man, it'll – Fontana's – Vegas was rougher, I thought, than ever this weekend. Watching, like, the in-cars and stuff. I know it's always been rough, but, man, it just looked
1: looked almost vicious inside the cars. Yeah, I I mean, I I thought it looked the same or – I honestly, I don't think it looked as bad as what it normally looks to me. Um, you could definitely Vegas is one of those handling tracks man you got to be able to get through the bumps and I, I like tracks like that you got you got to get your car working yeah so and it's a challenge that's what these that's what all these guys in these shops work on doing getting your car to handle right finding that good setup and um, Did you see that replay of Gregson wreck and Snyder and Xfinity race? Uh, yeah, and then I heard his explanation of it and I'm even more confused. What was his explanation? Just it was the air. He doesn't really – he turned turned right. right. (laughs) Here's the thing.
0: Like Noah obviously had a great Daytona, good speed weeks, goes out, wins his first race. In my opinion, is a pretty um, fan-engaging driver, you know, especially on social media. And then he goes out and does something stupid. And I'm like, dude, you just wrecked a kid that's not even running full-time. You're not going to see this kid after another five more races. He might have chopped you off. He might have made you mad. But don't come off of your highest high – and do something that
1: makes you look stupid. Not to mention, I think Mayat's driving um, a car. Who's he driving for? Ryan Sieg? Sieg some. Yeah, so, you know, Noah might catch him at some point and want a little more help, and maybe Noah's leading the race, and this kid's going to say, not today. No. Well, yeah. that's the kind of
0: yeah. thing, though, man. Like, you really watch it, and you're like, he deserves to be paid back. Like, And I think that's what a lot of our sports build on is that rivalry thing of – you did this to me watch this like that just was a dumb move on i my mean if you, part.
1: if it's an accident say hey man i got into him i didn't mean to i was just trying to side draft him tight yeah. How about that something like that don't in my opinion i wouldn't go and say oh it was just the air or something like that i something else had to let up to that I, that's the way i feel we did something about the backstretch. <clears throat> that's all he said so well like i said though man
0: you, you got bigger fish to fry you, you know, I, I don't. Agree so this with what is, he did. but
1: this is this is the stuff that happens in the Xfinity series with these younger drivers that haven't quite learned yet. He hasn't quite learned that maybe, uh, maybe he he's obviously going to be in the playoffs.
2: Right
1: now, coming around first round of the playoffs, who you know he catches this guy that he had run in with. Yeah, who's going to make it really hard on him? I would. And found I, him. I think Myatt's a pretty smart individual. I, I see Myatt. My makes like I don't know him that well, but I've seen him in places that I like to see young drivers to develop. He's by himself with a scanner, goes to the roof, watches, learns what he can. Um, I like to see drivers that get in, that do that stuff to go see another view, to go watch what people do. And I, this is something that I noticed this kid doing. So, um, and I've seen Noah doing the same thing. But you got to pick and choose your battles, and is this worth it? No, yeah, I don't think so.
2: No. I'm sure he'll realize it now. After he no. listens to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before we kick it off, we announced OfferPad is back on board with us for the 2020 season. So let's talk some more about them.
0: Man, just in case you guys missed the great news last week, OfferPad is back as the presenting sponsor of Door Bumper
1: Clear. If you're planning to buy or sell your home this year or thinking about doing it in the future, OfferPad makes the process extremely simple. If you're listening and you're thinking about
0: selling your home, do us a favor Go to OfferPad.com, tell them about your house. You will receive
1: an offer within 24 hours. Yep. When you go online to OfferPad.com to fill out the form, be sure to select the podcast option in the How Did You Hear About Us question. It will help us tremendously. Not only will it help us tremendously, if you submit
0: your home to OfferPad, be sure to tweet us a screenshot, and we'll send you a DBC OfferPad
1: t-shirt. That's right. And there's no better choice to buy or sell your home than with OfferPad.com.
4: What is OfferPad? Well, put simply, we're your online home buyer. OfferPad is the modern home selling solution with a personalized human touch that lets you skip all the traditional headaches. We buy your home from you so you can move forward the moment you're ready. We've had the pleasure of helping thousands of happy home sellers and we'd love to help you. Getting started is easy. Go to OfferPad.com, enter basic information about your home and the next day we'll send you a great offer. It's free and there's no obligation. Why is OfferPad the better way because we give you what traditional selling can't certainty and control. Selling to OfferPad means no showings, you pick your closing day, and we'll even move you locally for free. We have a 94% satisfaction score and an A plus BBB rating for a reason. It truly is a better way. So start thinking about where you want to live next. Get excited about making that move. With OfferPad, you're sold. Go to OfferPad.com and request your free purchase offer today. OfferPad, move freely.
1: Spot on, spot off. You say spot, spot, on, spot off on the Spot, I spot <laughs> off <then. laughs> on Spot, on. spot on, you
0: like it. Spot off, you don't like it. And you say
2: why, either way. First topic, spot on, spot off. NASCAR calls last lap caution for a wreck after taking the white at Vegas, but not at Daytona. Spot on, spot off. TJ.
1: Um, I mean, I, it's, it's, to me, it's all. Um, depending on the wreck every wreck looks different at daytona we had chase elliott spinning the field was by him he just kept rolling like we saw cars we saw a couple cars spin off a four i'm sure you saw them too got it straightened out kept going down pit road or kept going and weren't in the way um now if there's a big collision and the guy stopped you gotta throw it in my opinion no matter who it is or what's happening you gotta throw it Uh, at vegas when i looked back I saw probably five or six cars wrecking, hitting the wall. Um, I saw a couple of cars with pretty decent damage on the I mean, even when they threw the caution, I saw two or three of them coming around smoking 12, 24. We're all smoking pretty good. Um, but when you have I mean, when you have multiple cars, how do you, how do you not throw it at that point? And in my opinion, I mean, if you've got five or six cars spinning on the front stretch, you almost got to throw it. We're, we're pretty packed up there, like we are at Daytona, but when I saw Chase's replay, He was by himself, the field was by him and there wasn't many cars left (laughs) anyway. I think it's
0: hard, you know, and and I think I think every instance is completely different. I, I wish NASCAR could come out and tell us what their thought process is. You know what I mean? Like for me, if I'm in the tower, it's number one, could this wreck have caused an injury? And if it is, that's an immediate yellow, no matter what. B, it's okay. How much time do we give everybody to get rolling? And if they get rolling and get out of the way, clear it tells us, A, the drivers are are coherent, B, their their car is capable of continuing on, which yesterday actually happened. But I'm telling you, I was behind this wreck, spotted Clint through the wreck, and it looked like a gigantic wreck as we went through That's what I saw. Um, And miraculously, though, within seconds, the racetrack was clear and we were all able to come back through there, obviously, for TJ to, to take the checker flag and win the race. But it's hard, man. If we're at Bristol, there's no time for that because, you know, you're seconds um, away from the leaders coming back around there versus you're at, you know, Las Vegas where you're a half a minute from those guys coming back through there. But NASCAR does, in my opinion, a really good job of trying to be consistent. Here's the other thing. We don't know – where there's debris when these things happen. Neither do the fans. Neither does NASCAR. And if these guys were to come back through there at 200, 190, 180 miles an hour, whatever it may be, and they run over something with their right rear, I've watched Elliot Sadler take off at Michigan after he blew a right rear tire on the front stretch in practice because of a small piece of tailpipe, and it took off like an airplane. Obviously, we're a lot more further along in terms of what we do to keep these cars on the ground, but there's no reason to come back through there and put guys at jeopardy and in danger. And I think, I think yeah. yesterday's crash... Was the right move? You know, was Daytona's the right move? I don't know. I did not really gone back and watched that one. But it, you have to take this caution by caution. You know, sometimes, are they quick to throw it? Yeah. But what happens is the tower is sitting there, not watching everywhere. Right. And TJ and I will tell you, we hear a sense of urgency in the NASCAR spotters race, right? So they have a spotter in turn one. They have a spotter in turn two, et cetera. When that guy keys up and goes, tower backstretch. It scares me and TJ. So when they look up and see a car spinning and a sense of urgency in this guy's voice, I would imagine sometimes they're just reacting to that.
2: Well, it needs to be that way. I mean, think about like any, even the smallest wreck could be a freak accident. And that wreck on an the injury. French stretch
0: was a big wreck. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see John Hunter, Hunter wreck. And they, I'm like, they're like, yeah. caution, put it out. And I'm like, Clint's like, what's it for? And I'm like, I don't know, I don't see it. And then your pre um, chief's like, John Hunter wreck. But, but on that wreck is one of those times where they holler tower backstretch. So
1: when you looked at that wreck on the front track, there were there was a lot of cars spinning and wrecking. Oh yeah. So here's what I look at as Aaron well. Jones squeezed William Byron up, and there was a I don't a know car if he didn't know he was him. three wide. There's a
0: yeah. car outside of him. Blaney was outside of Blaney. him. Blaney was outside of him. And next thing you know, they're wrecking, and I mean absolutely wrecking yeah. like crazy.
1: But here's the thing I look at too. You have four or five cars, whatever, spinner out, hit the wall. I don't want them guys trying to get it straight. I don't want Ryan Blaney to spin out after he hit the wall look at this picture tj we'll tweet this out i have jason tweet
0: out that's eric jones look at behind him i mean they're four and five wide yeah. and this guy
1: causes the wreck and they're five wide coming into that wreck yeah yeah it was a big wreck but think about this though: blaney gets pushed into the wall spins out we don't throw the yellow and there's four or five of them trying to get they're racing each other back to the line the last thing we need to do is get them guys racing with wrecked race cars going down in turn three because they will they will and driving up there and smacking the wall again because they're trying to keep that position. You know, yep. I, I don't, that's what I'm looking at too. And we had a lot of cars wrecked. I don't want them guys racing back around with wrecked race cars. No. They, it, something bad could happen from that. And we do not, we don't need that to happen. Because, oh, you should have thrown the caution. They wrecked. I don't want guys driving around with wrecked race cars. That caution for is 100% deserved to be a caution. If John Hunter's spin were, trust me, John Hunter could have overcorrected. Right up into somebody, too. He's spinning it. You never know which way a car is going to go when you spin. No. no, no. And a lot of times they do react, but I think it's – I would rather be safe and know that everyone's going to be slowing down if he comes back cross-track. At least they're reducing their speed rather than get hit. So yeah, I thought NASCAR called a great race yesterday. I didn't, uh, yeah. I didn't have any issues with anything they did. Yeah, I thought it w- I thought they did a good job as well. I would have called the caution on that wreck. Uh-huh. I was <laughs> screaming. <laughs> That's... My heart was waving. Yeah.
0: Uh, so she's right in front of you. I mean. Every wreck is right in front of me because I ran like shit all day.
2: Noted. <laughs> <You did. laughs> yeah. Uh, next topic. And hey, both. real
1: quick. So this package can also lead you to a false sense of how good your car can be as well. Right. I watched you go out and practice behind 15 car lengths behind a group. Just get it wound up get it get it rolling in that draft and you ran like a you ran a really fast lap first practice i was really good second practice man we got off and we never got it back but i saw you like you ran a really fast lap because you were just kind of by yourself and you were about 10 15 car lengths behind the pack and that draft kind of pulled you up there yeah so you go in there and you're like oh yeah we got a fast car but you're not racing you got to yeah. be in that group you know that's where you're racing all day yeah rarely by yourself sure go ahead
2: Thanks. Next topic: Blaney and Bowman go from one-two at the time of the last caution to eleventh and thirteenth. Spot on, spot off, Brett.
0: Spot off. I don't know what their crew chiefs were thinking. You know, I mean, they're they're in position to win the race. You know, everybody is not going to pit. We were twentieth at the time. I tried to talk Johnny into not pitting. Bubba was nineteenth at the time. Guess what he did? He stayed out. He finished sixth. You're going to have a buffer. To those guys that are on new tires, and here's the reality: you may only have to run one lap. How many laps did we run? We ran one lap. So those guys, unfortunately, gave us race away on strategy. Um, I thought Blaney was one of the best cars all day. Honestly, you know, Clint and I were talking about it at dinner on Saturday night. Penske, in my opinion, had the most speed um across the board on friday watching their cars handle watching them drive through the pack they go to the back they do it again you know blaney the nine the 19 the four in my opinion were the best four cars all day but you got to be in position to win the race which tj was where were you third or fourth before that caution came out third you're third um you make the the decision you personally made the decision to stay out right absolutely yeah so you stay out (laughs) you win the race
1: kind of with ease at this point right blaney gave it away uh yeah i mean it wasn't easy but you you know you got to get clear and honestly uh that we had to block William Byron in the one at the bottom and if we don't block him we're probably not winning that race um it it's so oh, man it's so hard on restarts who's getting the push and who's not but um what was encouraging to me yesterday and you were up there so i want to hear
0: your take on it is we would get restarts and i would watch the 4 really go up there and take the lead and kind of drive off for a hot minute and then 15 laps in he's starting to struggle and he's not going to be able to maintain the lead. He goes second, third to fourth and he was the
1: only Stuart haas car that was fast. Like what were you seeing up front, of guys? Because we did see a lot of lead changes. Yeah, he had he had really good um he had really good short run speed. And I knew it was going to be hard to hold him off for 10, 15 oh, laps. Oh, for sure. But I knew if we did and we were going to have a good shot at winning the race because I, I figured we could hold him off, and then he'd get racing with Blaney, but Blaney got around him a little quicker than I was hoping. Um, I don't trust anybody in the glass behind <laughs> yeah, me
2: know, anymore. He's looking back.
1: But, um, yeah, what would you really do in Vegas? <laughs> looking over your shoulder a lot today. Well, I'm looking for Mike out there beating on that piece of metal.
2: He was creepy. Creep, yeah. What is that word? Creeping. He's, he was creeping behind that car. Yeah.
1: But, uh, no, I thought the four had great short run speed. And I did notice throughout the day that he would fall off about 15 laps into a run. And it's when it happened, about 12 laps in, he started fading a little bit. He couldn't get quite as close, and it was hard to hold him off. You really had to, We had to force him to the high side. He just never could get enough of a run to break the quarter panel. And if he did, it was going to be game on. But, um, you know, he, we were lucky and and did a good job of – Keeping him back. I mean Harvick knows what he's doing he's he's really good at Vegas. Yeah. Uh, Har- Vegas is turning into one of his like Phoenix or Richmonds or something like that. Yeah. He's really good there.
2: Spot on, spot off. We- oh by
1: the way, I'm spot uh I'm spot on for them two pitting. <laughs> the general role, I'll tell you this as well. The general role is if you can restart on the front row on a green white checker. You Why better, not? You better stay. Why out Why not there. do it? You yes. better stay out there. Yeah, you know, his
2: I, his crew chief came over the radio and said, "Well, I thought a lot more guys were." Going I to did. Pick. I actually
1: did too. After some, we, you had tire wear, and we had thirty-five laps on our tires. I thought more would come. And if you, he, you look at Ricky Stenhouse.
0: You look at Brian Patty. They took probably a twelfth to fifteenth race car. They did a phenomenal job with it by calling the right race and. There are big gambles sometimes, risk versus reward. And for whatever reason yesterday, man, Brian Paddy looked like a genius. What's Stenhouse finished third?
1: Yeah, I mean, he he got lucky by the caution as well. but 100%, but it was all about strategy. He, he stayed out on actually, a long uh, run. He stayed out on that last one. He had a little bit better tires, I believe, than what we did because um, he kept stretching the pit. He kept stretching it. And, um, yeah, I mean, we got caught by it one time, had to wave around. Yeah. I mean, you you probably did, too, the whole field waved. I got caught by everything. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. the whole field waved. Yeah.
2: We had the most lead changes, which were 25, at Las Vegas since 2007, which had 28. Spot on, spot off. TJ?
1: Uh, I mean, spot on. That's that's good. Lead changes. I mean, you got guys up there racing. Every time somebody got to lead, it seemed like somebody would run them down and pass them, whether it was Blaney, the nine. Us Harvick, you had you didn't know um, one guy didn't dominate the race. I don't think. I think you had you know I think the twelve and the nine were probably the two best cars at the end of a run. Eighty eight came on real strong there near the end at one point. Um, but good race. I mean, then there's a lot of uh, I mean different different manufacturers in there as well. So I was a little surprised at the speed of the other ones there. I thought they'd be better. Yeah, but, I spot on for sure. I mean, I, I think
0: that sometimes the the media try to fake us out with stats like this because when we see green flag pit stops, we're gonna see it cycle through a lot of leaders. You know yeah. what I mean? And that happened yesterday. Uh, but all in all, like I said, I, I thought for for the leaders to go out there, mix it up. You know, us watch the 19 pass the four, and then us watch the nine pass the 19 those are legitimate green flag lead changes. And, you know, when that happens, we see people in the stands standing up and clapping and cheering on their guy. Uh, and, and, you know, even during pit stops, I think it's cool to see lead changes. But um, that stat sometimes can be a little bit misleading,
1: and this time I don't think it is. No, I think it's – just don't don't expect that every week, though. No. It's hard to get them numbers like that. But, I mean, that is a – that's a good race. Yeah. I guess you'd think so.
0: Clearly. Yeah.
2: Uh, This is an interesting one. Chevy places the most cars in the top 10 for the first time since Kansas last May. Spot on, spot off, TJ.
0: How many cars are in the top 10? Seven out of the 10.
1: Wow. Who knows? Or actually six. You Uh. know, this is like, I mean, spot on for them. But this with that big wreck, there was so much... There were so many people running where they might not, they shouldn't have possibly. Um, I think that Look, looks. Look, you got Austin Dillon up there. You got Bubba
0: Wallace up there. Yeah. You got guys that are, you got, you know, Ricky they Stenhouse didn't run there. up there. I mean, they didn't. You got guys sneaking out top tens based on yeah. what we just talked about. A, pit strategy. B, missing that gigantic wreck. You know, but shout out to those guys. I mean, I think eh. we saw chase elliott have a lot of speed we saw obviously bowman coming on huge there at the end of the race potentially with a chance to win if we don't have that caution there off of two um overall i thought the chevrolet's looked a lot more competitive than they have in a long time but i think this particular stat is a little bit misleading
1: just based solely upon the names that ended up in there and the pit strategy at the end it was a uh big big decision and it jumbled a lot and the caution coming out one more lap and this whole thing might be different well, you got sure. you got all these guys coming with tires so brad blaney all them guys are going to be in the top 10 at that point so you're going to knock more of them out so
2: another manufacturer stat uh this is the first time since texas in april of 2011 that toyota only places one car in the top 15 spot on spot off brett
0: I mean, that's obviously spot-off for them, you know, but here's my question, TJ. I, I, I'd like to know your thoughts on this too. We watched the 18, the 11, those guys have trouble in tech, and they absolutely were terrible. I haven't seen Kyle Busch that far outside of the top 10 for that much of the race ever. Denny Hamlin couldn't find the top 15. The only guy that was up there was Martin Truex, and he was the only Toyota that didn't really have trouble in tech there out of the JGR guys, so – um I don't think this is really about the stat that Jason's put in front of us. I think the story here is but Toyota always tries to start the, the season off slow and really ramp it up as the summer gets here as far as pushing the rules and stuff. But whatever they took away from them from that tech deal, it certainly hurt their chances.
1: Yeah, that was a that's a big penalty too, isn't it? Um yeah, I don't obviously they found something that they were Trying to do that was an advantage, maybe. And and uh, is that the same thing they busted Timmy Hill for in Xfinity Series? I know they were both nose related, but I don't. I didn't read enough to. I don't think so. No, okay. it might have been. I. I mean, I you hear little things here and there, but um, because they busted Timmy Hill's butt on
0: his penalty. Yeah. So the question is, they bust these. I mean, they took away seventy-five points
1: from Timmy Hill. My man can't afford to give up seventy-five yeah. points. And Timmy Hill had a, he's been on fire lately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think uh, uh, that's big. I mean, obviously there was there's something. And you're always trying. I mean, they just went a little over the line, I guess.
2: Kevin Harvick proposes a fifty thousand dollars Truck Series bounty, and Marcus Lemonis matches it on Kyle Busch for Cup drivers who can beat him in his four remaining races. Spot on, spot off. Wow. Brett.
0: I'm spot off. I want Kevin Harvick to do a side bet with Kyle Busch in a race for $50,000. Let's make something realistic here. I mean, the odds of throwing this out there and Clint Boyer or Joey Logano or Denny Hamlin or anybody being able to throw, getter, uh, throw together a competitive truck opportunity is hard. Like if you're a Ford driver, really the only Ford team is ThorSport. Well, if you're going to go do that, they're going to throw together a part-time effort. Guess what? Kyle Busch isn't racing in a part-time effort. He's in a full-time deal. I think it's cool they did this for the publicity of the series, but it's not realistic.
1: Well, Chase Briscoe won in a part-time effort at Eldora.
2: It's Eldora. That's
1: different. still race. Kyle Busch ain't in that race. I think, uh, I mean, what if you go and Kyle does one of those Kyle things and speeds on pit road? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's cool they're putting... I mean, how about... Did you watch truck race on Friday? I did. From, like, 5th to about 15th is... There's a lot. Like, it. Beehive. the truck series is... This is how it should be. This is how it should be. You've got a lot of young kids in there. A lot of... And they're aggressive. And it's fun to watch. Um... I mean, uh, we ha- we got run under the apron on the back. When I say apron, I mean halfway down the apron, like still coming down. You're not getting there, even though we're already there. Right. We went into three on the apron, had to slide up onto the racetrack. Ooh, that's bad. But I mean, that's what you're going to get. Fun. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying. The truck race is uh, it's great right now, and I think um, I think it's cool that some of these guys are putting up money because I would like to see some of th- I'd like to see uh, one of her, these guys. Magic
0: door just opened again.
1: And I closed. would like to see one I of think these guys. A ghost uh, in here. Okay, um, get in there and, and why not? Yeah, have why you, not? I would love to see it too, but it's hard to. It is hard.
0: Have pull you heard? It have you
2: heard of anybody trying to make it work?
0: I mean, let's be honest with each other. It's over a hundred thousand dollars to sponsor that particular vehicle to get in a competitive situation with a good truck and a good engine and a good pit crew. So you got to come up with a hundred plus thousand dollars in sponsorship to field the entry. Then you got to find an owner. Then you right. got to find. There, there's a lot of moving parts and pieces. Like it's not just this easy.
2: I don't know. I see some manufacturers getting behind this. Honestly,
1: then then get it. Go yeah. do it.
2: I've heard it'll be
1: good for the truck series if someone actually tries. It will be this. awesome. They only
2: they only have a few weeks though. Atlanta four is coming up.
1: At four races, actually.
2: No, no, meaning like a few weeks to get it done because Atlanta's I hope up.
0: somebody does it. I hope somebody goes out and takes Kevin Harvick's money.
2: Me too.
1: Marcus Lemonis too. Yeah. That's both. A, I mean, it was good. It was good to see them get involved in it, though. I love it. No, it's yeah. great. going to be tough to do, but it's awesome. Let's go in the fast lane.
2: Three racing questions. One off-the-wall question. 30 seconds 30 to respond to each.
1: Only 30 seconds. Are you going to stop us from talking? talking? Good, good luck. Fast lane.
2: First question, Angela Ruck spun leaving Pit Road what for What did her... you just say? What? What? Isn't it? I'm so good? You're
1: You're good. Keep going. Oh,
2: you're good. Right? You're yes. good.
0: <laughs> He's just trying to throw you off. Don't let him win.
2: I hate you. You're supposed to be nice to me now, okay?
0: I, why? Because you're pregnant? Yes. Because your hormones are raging and you're crazy with pizza?
2: Yes. Right now, I don't want pizza. Right now, I just want to punch you in the face for being so rude.
0: <laughs> That's those hormones we're talking about. <laughs> I'll bring my 13-year-old in here, and y'all can both have hormone fest.
2: First question. Angela Ruck spun leaving Pitt Road for her truck qualifying run on Friday. Parker Kligerman quote tweeted the video and suggested the sport raise the qualification standards for competing in the top three series. Do you think increased standards are needed? And if so, what would they be?
0: Wow. If you'd asked me this five years ago, I would have said yes. We need the standards to be increased. Unfortunately, where our car counts and vehicle counts are right now, we're not in a position as a sport to keep somebody like her from going out there and being in the way and being a nuisance and putting herself and others in danger. Um, Do I think she deserves to be out there? Absolutely not. But she's not the only one. There's a lot of guys and gals that don't deserve to be out there. Uh, but but I don't think we're in a position right now to be able to say no, you can't come, and that's why she's there.
1: Yeah, and also this isn't the first time somebody spun out uh, with cold tires making a qualifying run. I mean, it's slick down there, and, and it it's going to happen again at some point. Um, TJ, she's probably three seconds off. Listen, I didn't say up to speed. I just said it's slick on the apron. Um, it can happen, uh, but I don't <laughs> I don't think we can. You know, hey, you spun on the apron. You're not going to race today. The first time I ever
0: saw this really come about as a problem, we were at Richmond, and a guy named Nur Ali (laughs) rolled out. And homeboy was several seconds off the pace at Richmond. And, look, if you're a half second off at Richmond, you're way off. This guy was seconds off. And he was getting lapped in practice. Mm Do you know how hard that is to do? You're out there running around in practice, and you get lapped by a car, uh, meaning that, that Joy Logano would pass him and then 10 laps later pass him again. Like, oh, that yeah. was when, though, you kind of started seeing the trend of – look, we had a guy named Tyler Green, obviously a big legacy in the fan, in the sport. Jeff Green um, and, and David Green are his uncles. Mark Green's his dad. He was coming up through Legends cars. He tried to run a, a race out in Phoenix – and Brett Bodine didn't approve him. And Tyler Green 100% should have been approved. He had some sponsorship. And that was kind of the end of that whole era where guys couldn't get approved. Now I don't know where some of these people come from. That Quinn Huff and that double zero, he has no idea what racetrack he's on. We talked about that last week on the show. But it is what it is. That's the, that's the era we're living in right now. And it'll correct itself. It always does.
3: So last week after Daytona, Corey LeJoy was on Sirius XM NASCAR radio and was asked if anything, he wants anything to be changed about super speedway racing after the crash on the last lap of the 500. And Nate Ryan pointed this out on his podcast this week. And uh, Casey's going to read the quote for us.
2: He said, why would we change what many consider the best form of racing that we have? In my opinion, we don't change a thing. We just keep learning from these wild crashes, especially with the next gen car coming in. Those cars are 30 to 40% safer than this. I'm excited to get in that car and put on a great show for the fans. Should NASCAR make any changes to Super Speedway Racing? And if so, what ch- shall it be? TJ.
1: Uh, I don't think there's any changes to be made right now. We've kind of got this package and we're kind of learning it now. And I think we making changes now. is probably not the best thing especially going to the new car how the new car is going to be i don't know we might need to adjust that a little bit but i think nascar's done a good job of getting this package to where it's man we got (laughs) cars are coming cars are going there's a there's a lot and um still 30 to 40 percent safer man these cars are already look look at i mean we talk about ryan walking out of that room um you know i'm excited for the new car as well
0: I think we need the same change that we need everywhere else. We need a tire that wears out. We need guys to have to manage these tires. And if, if we have that at Daytona, we can keep these guys off the top of each other. Now, in a, in a, in a restart with brand-new, fresh tires with two to go, no, it's not going to happen. At Talladega, it's going to certainly be a lot different. Daytona's narrow. If you have to handle during the whole course of the run, you have to manage your tires during the whole co- course of the run, we can get these cars off of each other. You know, I love to plate race. Um and, and I honestly could do it every week. I realize it's not going to be cost-efficient for team owners, but I'm not a team owner. Uh, I, I'm in the, the business that we need to entertain. Are these races entertaining like this? Absolutely. So, I mean, ultimately they're not going to change anything.
1: Yeah, I think uh, normally Daytona, it is more of a handling track than – the I mean, there's a lot of lifting going on for handling, and the, there wasn't the a 500 anyway. At least we were. Um, we were fighting handling issues, but We still. were wide open through one and two yesterday. Yeah, we weren't. No? No. I mean, by yourself, you were. Yeah, like Kevin Harvick would lead. He was wide open through one yeah, or two. Yeah, when and Chase like, passed we, us. We couldn't went. run wide open through one or two at Daytona. Chase passed us, and he he ran wide open around us on the bottom, and we're in the second lane, just. But we yeah. couldn't. But he was wide open. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Um, Which, that pisses me off, too, that we can see each other's data. Like,
0: I shouldn't be able to ask the question to my crew chief. Hey, is Joy the no wide open right here? My crew chief can answer it. How am I able to? We're worried about stealing play calls in the Astros game, but we're we're not worried about stealing play calls in NASCAR. It's fine that I can see TJ's throttle data and how much steering wheel input he's got. I can't believe we're doing that. that but I that's think there's tough. only.
2: I mean, in baseball, there's only so many more changes you can make to be different than anybody else. Where I love in the racing, data. you can make a ton <laughs> of a ton of changes.
1: I love the data. Nothing's proprietary
0: data. to to you if you're good somewhere. I don't like that. I disagree with it. I think it's. I I'm don't think. um
1: I, I don't, I get it, but I don't think um, you're going to go to Dover. You're going go to go these places, and no matter what data you look at, Kyle Busch is still going to be fast. You know, but you shouldn't be able to look at his data. It should be his talent, his secret. It still is. I mean, he nobody's going to be able to drive that feel. He has that feel. Like, I understand what you're saying, but it's still, man, that's a whole hell of a lot of information to just give away. It is, and I, I love the data. I mean, I look at it a lot. I, I mean. Me and Joey look at it a lot. We look at it more than anything else. Like, where can we be better? What can we do to stop this guy? What can we do to prepare ourselves you better to race? blocking with? like you do every week. Get, get out front. <laughs> get out front.
2: Do we need to open this one again?
1: No, we're not. We can open this one because we just add another one of these if you want.
2: Well, I'll let Brett answer that.
1: Uh, he, he did. He won a race.
2: Uh, question number three. I'm
1: sorry. What did you say? I'm not saying it again. <laughs>
2: All right. Sorry, <laughs> Last year's top qualifying speed at Fontana with the current aero package was 180.081 miles per hour compared to 2018's top speed of (laughs) 187.720. Do you think quicker or slower speeds produce better racing at Fontana?
1: Fontana is unique. We wear tires out there, and it's awesome. And one of the cool things that used to be really cool about the cup cars was the speedometer in turn one you go into turn one and that thing reads two whatever you're doing and it's like wow that guy is flying now we go there and it isn't going to make brett as mad this time because he he's not going to be doing an xfinity car i don't think so he's not going to see the xfinity car going faster than the cup car so uh which i don't know if it will or it won't now it probably will i don't know <laughs> but fontana's got a lot of tire wear and we love tire wear and I think that's what's going to help produce a lot of racing. I don't care if you're going 140 or 205. When you have tire wear, you got guys coming out of the throttle, and you got guys lifting, and you got guys getting runs. So, and I think that's what helps. Did you just double ding him, Jason? He did. You got it. I like that. We
3: might have some changes coming to Fast Lane soon where Dinger will be more in play. But
0: we'll talk yeah. about that later. Um, I mean, I go back to what I said last year. I don't want to be the dead horse, but I, I like humans doing superhuman things and and Ryan Newman um he did a superhuman thing last week and when i watch the cup guys go out there and run 180 getting into turn 1 and i watch the xfinity guys go out there and run 190 getting into turn 1 last year like this is our premier series it's supposed to be the fastest cars stock cars it has to be the fastest stock cars in the world otherwise it's not that superhuman feel so what produces a better race? I don't know. I hope Fontana puts on with the best race we've ever seen in our lives because I have grown to love that racetrack. Yeah. You know, I have had the fortune of winning there, but even when I won there, I didn't love it. Now here we are 15 years later. That track is one of my favorite surfaces there in Atlanta that we race on all year, no matter where I end up finishing or running. It's just a phenomenal racetrack.
1: Yeah. It's when, you go to a, when you go to a track and those guys fan out five wide, it's good racing. Someone's got to give some. Some when you get five wide, something can happen. You know, tension. Your heart rate goes up. That's when you go into the corner, single file. It's like, man, we're good. When you go five wide, it's it's exciting. Is picking up, yeah, man, and exciting. And and um, I mean, with this package, it's going to create that. Is we're going to have them runs, man. We're going to have guys side drafting, guys getting runs, passing them on the outside. It just makes it. It's going to be good. Yeah.
2: Off the wall topic. Couples always argue about a variety of things, but what's one thing you and your significant other always disagree oh on? Oh my
1: god, TJ, we're gonna need another show. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna go ahead, Brad. I need more than thirty seconds. Probably that credit card bill comes in every month. No, I That's disagree. Yours? With, oh yeah, I disagree with how
0: much money spent every month. I'm like, what are we? Where? What are we buying around here? Oh, see this see? big number, and I don't see anything. That's where you messed up. Where'd I mess up? You
1: got to keep it separate. (laughs) Well, when she don't work, you can't keep it separate. (laughs) But you can determine what goes into this house account in the middle. You done messed
0: up, Brett. (laughs) Trust me. Like I said, this is what we disagree on every month.
1: I got to pay my credit card bill. How much is it? How much is it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say one thing that we argue about. Yep. That's Brett. Um. Is doing our kids' laundry. She's a big fan of putting everything together and doing it one time. Oh, no, that's a terrible idea. It's a terrible you idea. to do the colors. Well, that, or I can't stand, I don't mind doing the kids' laundry, but I don't want, there's. You don't want your laundry in with the kids. Is that what you're saying? Or hers, because I can knock the kids out real quick and put it away. If they. Sh- she waits and does her laundry. First of all, she's the woman. Why are you doing laundry? That's stay, her job. Stay at home Excuse dad. Man. Me? Stay at home dad. Um, I do the, I'll do the kids' laundry and my laundry, but I can't do you the clean kids' clean the laundry. windows too? Yeah, sometimes. Will you mop? Yeah, every day. If you're for hire, yeah. man, I'll hire you. Yeah, I need a maid. I, mean, well, I also need your credit card. <laughs> um, I got it. When she does laundry, she'll have four baskets to do at one time. I'm like one and done, put away, and, and I'm done. I do laundry, I do laundry and get it done. Yeah. Literally in my bedroom right now, there's probably three baskets of clothes What do you wear when now. you're doing laundry? You wear like one of them cute little maid outfits? <laughs> A robe, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I just can't. Ugh. I don't procrastinate on things at my house. I don't let things, I don't like walking in and seeing my countertops have, you know, school papers from last week on them. When, when, when Mallory comes into school, she hangs her bag up, gets her lunchbox out, gets her water bottle, out, takes it into the kitchen. Anything she didn't eat, put it back in the refrigerator or wherever it goes. Like, she gets up in the morning, she makes her bed. Drill sergeant, man. Tough. Yeah. Learn from this.
2: Guys are the worst.
1: No, I mean you make them do their chores, like strict.
2: I think I have a few years before that.
1: Yeah, do you was... pay them to do their chores? Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. If how Madeline... much they make? What's the going rate well, for chores? Madeline is really big into reading, and now she wants new books like every other week. And yep. So I'm like, all right. Well, did you get? Did you make your bed every day last week? Yep. Did you help your mother? Did you do this? Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, and it, I mean, books are cheap too for her, so. So, you're not paying her anything. You're bribing her with books.
2: I think that's great. Yeah. I'd rather buy her
1: books than give her cash because if she gets cash, she's just going to go buy Starburst or something. No, she's going to buy one of them egg things that you crack open and they go everywhere. And it's one of them little things. What are you?
2: Tamagotchi things? No,
1: bigger than that. I don't know. I'm not really into toys these days. I don't (sighs) know what's out there. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Bodie's in the balls. Thank
0: goodness. (laughs) Basketballs, footballs, baseballs. My man's a animal. He's a baller.
2: <laughs> oh, all right. Ask- he is. Ask
3: DBC. Send in your questions twenty four seven on Twitter using the hashtag Ask DBC.
2: This first one is from Crazy Razzie seventy one. When Clint lost radio contact with you and the crew chief, what? Are the steps either of you, either you or Clint, have to take to get it back? And if you're unable to get it back, would NASCAR allow you to race? Obviously, Brett.
0: Um, yesterday's instance, we could hear Clint. There were a few laps where he could not hear us. Uh, TJ and I listen to ourselves, so when we talk, we automatically hear ourselves in another ear, in one of our ears rather than in another ear. But in one of our ears, we hear our radio to make sure a it's on, b it's clear. Uh, we will confirm with the crew chief on channel two that he can hear us on channel one, which Johnny did yesterday. So then it's a matter of Clint figuring out what he did inside of the car, which God only knows this is Clint Boyer. What could possibly be going on in there? He could have turned it down. Uh, but once he realizes he has issues, he can go to channel um, a different radio. They have a, a knobbing flip up, boom, go to another radio. So it, uh for us, for the most part, there's usually an easy fix. However, if we have a cable go
1: bad, Uh, inside the race car that can be a huge problem which is why you carry two radios yeah it's never gosh losing contact is never fun for anybody there whether his ear a lot of times this the things come unplugged from his helmet or something and it's a quick fix but um never a never um a good moment with us you don't want that feeling when there's two feelings that are bad the
0: one that we're talking about and the other one is we have batteries on our radios right and for they whatever when reason, they when they beep, it means they're going dead. Well, they never beep when you're out there riding around by yeah. yourself. Like under you under caution. Can, you, never can beep. Be, you can be, like, rattling off lap times and being like, hey, man, you need to run a 20 right here. Radio's fine. You say green flag, right, yesterday, you five wide on restart. Green, green, green. Beep, beep. Inside, outside, three. And it's like, yeah. oh, my battery's going dead. And you're in the middle of a hell of a bind. And it's yeah, like, how do I get good. out of this? Without you know screwing up, so you're dropping batteries, you're dropping radios, you're throwing them back on, yeah, and you're it's right quick. back. Quick, it's uh it, that that's those are the two worst feelings in a, in a, for a spotter is a there's a radio
1: problem on our end or theirs, and b your radio goes. This happens about every race with this package. Happened too. to me yesterday. I looked down and the thing had two bars, and I'm like, "What is your deal? You, you're still beeping at me." That like, happened what to a, me. Same thing. Like I looked at it and I'm like, <laughs> "What? Not one bar flashing or no bars? Whether it's got two bars, what's your problem?" I mean, Lindung I'm racing. It, like, knows you're racing. We got to
0: bring one in here that makes that noise so y'all can hear it. Because when we hear that, it literally, your heart sinks out. I got, got about three of them from yesterday. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> Spotter problems.
0: Yes. Spotter problems. Spotter's lives matter.
2: <laughs> yes. This next one is from Solomon7003. Now with two races completed, how, if any, is the reduction of two road crew members affecting the team? TJ. Uh,
1: I don't. I think everyone's adjusted. I think everyone figured it out in the off season late last year. Some teams started adjusting last year. They left a guy at home sometimes to try it out and get used to it. Um I think everyone's adjusted to it and honestly with the way these cars are now and the way tech is, um it's not like what it used to be. We don't back in the day they used to swap motors, they used to do stuff like that. Um I think the teams have done a really good job of figuring out what personnel they need there. Um and it, I, I haven't noticed a, I haven't noticed a problem. I just think, man, NASCAR audited themselves a few
0: years ago, and they got a lot leaner on their side of things. I mean, I, I look down there at the Daytona 500 this year, and they ask the officials, are the drivers ready? And the officials make sure the drivers are buckled in, their window nets are up, and when the cars that they're responsible for are ready, they hold their hand up. Well, it used to be you had 43 officials standing down there, one for each car. And, and now we've got like six officials standing down there. So I think as they got leaner on their side, they've been very responsive to RTA, uh, which is obviously our race team alliance where owners are looking at ways to cut money. And obviously personnel is certainly one way to do it. Um, and, and I think that's, the trend that we've seen is just, you know, we keep getting more and more efficient. I mean, I look at JRM, Junior Motorsports. When we were here with Elliot, TJ and I were teammates. He was on Justin Allgaier's team. They made a rule, and Junior Motorsports went from taking one shot guy on every single team to taking one shot guy to cover four teams. So I think when you look at some of the efficiencies that are out there that can be made, that can save teams money, team owners money. Um, you're just going to see that trend keep continuing, and and owners are sharing more information about their books than they ever have, and and because of that, I think it opens up you know the the, the possibilities for for us to see just and and all we hear about is Gen Seven, you know, cutting out more jobs, more jobs, more jobs. So um, I think it's just a trend of the sport.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: This last one is from Justin Hinda, sixteen. And the question is, what would it take to let Brett and TJ name my baby? And we've
1: already done this.
2: Absolutely nothing.
1: We've already done this. What if I gave
0: you a thousand dollars right now? I can tell you the
2: ideas that they've provided already before I was pregnant. The people who tweeted me questions or baby name ideas. Motor. Yep. There's a lot of things <laughs> that you can do with the last name boat.
0: I want. I want a thousand bucks playing
1: craps. You wouldn't take it to let me name your baby. No. Middle name. No. Yeah, it's just the middle name is all we care about. No. <laughs> Honestly. You know middle I always say all we need. I
2: will say it's kind of funny cuz my dad is a six-time world champion offshore powerboat racer. All
1: right. So Ooh, perfect. Things are lining the up. The idea
2: of like race it is pretty funny how like What's that? Like the idea of like race boat or like as a middle name cuz when Just say it. What? The word. Race boat?
1: No. What powers the boat?
2: <laughs> this is not going to be my <laughs> child's name. I, I want my child to get, get friends in school, not be bullied.
1: Oh, he'll have... What? It, it's, a,
0: it's a girl, so you can't use that.
2: I actually think it's a boy. No. Chad wants a girl. I, I think, think it's a boy. girl. I think
1: it's a girl. I think it's a girl.
0: I
2: think it's a boy. I think it's a girl. There's, like, different things that you can look up, like wives' tales. Chad's Don't gonna believe be, any of it. I haven't looked yet. Yeah, Chad's going to be, like,
1: so hurt if it's not a boy.
2: He, he does not want a boy. He wants a really? girl. Yeah. Hmm. He wants a girl all the way.
1: i tell you what, girls are the best.
0: They until, are. they until they make friends and then they are meaner Don't. than hell to each yeah. other. Boys are like drama free. Girls are like, oh my gosh, it's the worst. The, the stories I hear when my kids come home and social media makes it worse. And it's nauseating to know how females honestly treat each other in school. Yeah, I haven't it's bad. got all the way to there yet. But oh, you I've just, been there. Dude, yeah. you just wait. They're like black widow spiders.
2: I hated middle and high school. I was miserable.
1: I I can see why boys don't have all their problems. My sister was involved in all that. It was every other day. This guy broke up with her. Oh my gosh! This guy. I can't even understand
0: why why females now hang out with guys more than they do females because guys don't do drama for the most part. You know these girls, they click up and then one day they hate each other. The next day they won't stop Facebooking Mm -hmm. each other, FaceTiming. I'm like I thought we were mad at each other yesterday. Oh, we're not mad at each other anymore. I and mean, it's unbelievable.
2: Well, Justin, to answer your question, absolutely nothing is going to allow these. Wait guys a minute, to nothing. Answer. No.
3: Just the I mean, I'd
2: be open to hearing your ideas that are more serious than motorboat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, well, we do find out the gender in a few weeks, so maybe we'll do a game or something. When,
1: when is that? Yeah, we're we doing a, a gender reveal on the show.
2: Not on the show. Yes, let's
1: bring Chad in here and do. Can hey we do two it, gender we can do reveals? We could do a
2: live show.
1: How about we do two gender reveals? Like you do yours, and then we'll do it like after you do so yours. So you
2: don't know it, okay?
1: Yeah, we'll do the I show. Bet on it. Can we bet on it? Can try to plan bet? the try to plan the gender reveal so it goes out right before the show comes out.
2: Okay, I'll try and figure it out.
1: You know what I mean?
0: We can
2: do like games or something too. I got
0: it's a female. Ask Chad. Well, he wants a female too. Yeah, he wants. You a don't male. have a hundred bucks. I can't bet you. TJ ain't gonna bet. I'm not betting. Jason's he's still broke from college.
3: You got it. Not
0: anymore, he's on salary. <laughs> he said, You got it. He's on salary.
3: Oh. Casey, go,
0: go raise a hundred bucks. Let's bet. You got boy, I got girl.
2: I
3: don't You can control. Tell Chad it. you need to borrow a hundred bucks. She just wants to bet a Papa John's pizza, that's all <laughs> she wants.
2: Oh god, like I don't know. i do not know. What if Brett was to buy you
1: a year's supply of Pop or er, a six month
0: supply. I hope of pizza. I'm over
2: this Papa John's pizza craving soon because I need to stop.
1: We'll do that.
0: We'll do six months of make Ultra versus six months of baby formula.
2: <laughs> How about we just make it for a year right. of baby formula? Just do diapers. Diapers. Just do diapers all the way. <laughs> get me a ton of diapers and the good ones. <laughs> non- I'm going to tell you what. The ones. Bad Let me go ahead and tell ones, you.
1: They're bad. Get, don't get like the young ones because you're going to have so many of them for baby showers and stuff. Get, like, size 4s and stuff because that's when you're going to start buying them a
2: lot. Brett, yeah. take notes for what you're going to get me.
1: Okay. Yeah. Better diapers.
0: I
2: Deal. bought
1: more, like, size
0: 4 diapers no, listen, than I, I mean, did anything what's else. What's more important than the diapers is that aqua 4 stuff and that oh, desitin yeah. stuff. Desitin. That stuff cures, I don't know, it cures everything. Yes. That's The skin on the baby, Casey will go to just bad. And you put this little stuff, aqua 4 desitin, you mix it together, make this little concoction, you just rub it on there, the next day it's gone. It's brand new, beautiful skin. It's pretty amazing. Hmm. It you is. know what Desitin is? Yes, I have. Have a you ever lot got it on learn. your fingers before? No. It, you can't get it off. Like you mm. get a little bit on, you wipe it, right, and the next thing you know, it's like yeah, super it's glue. You're
1: thick. like, take a shower, and you still can't get it
0: off. I
2: clearly have a lot to learn.
1: Yeah, just come to my house for thirty minutes. That's all it take. <laughs> just go over mine. I'll let you take Cella for a day. You'll see what it's like. Deal. The only thing that's bad is just anyway. Go ahead. I'm. I'm not going to start that. Yeah. No. Mm.
2: It's
0: uh, bad. Uh, Hell, let's give everybody a t-shirt this week. Offerpad's kind enough to supply us with these. Lovely T-shirts, which we're going to do a redesign on, too, by the way.
1: Make some new ones. Slide into Jason's DMs.
0: Yep. And then we have a Apple podcast review we'll give a shirt too from Luke
3: Calvert7. He says, I don't think those within NASCAR know how insightful they are at times. They say things that are normal to them, like descriptions of runs, moves, mentality of a driver or spotter in the moment. But us fans can't wait to hear this type of information that makes racing that much better. Appreciate it. So we'll send Luke if you want to DM me on Twitter at HeyJasonSchultz. I'll send you a shirt as well. And retweet the Dirty Mo Media Tweet with the D B C post every week and we'll select one
0: person that retweets it for a shirt as well. Luke, that was nice of you. Yeah, yeah that was very great. nice, Luke. Good job. Very good review.
2: What are you ranting about?
0: I met your friend uh, yesterday, Jason.
3: Yes, he told me about it. He went and called me back to tell me Andrew? About it. Andrew. Yeah. I saw Andrew oh, I saw him too. In what Indiana? does he do? Yeah. What does he do exactly? So he's uh, like the youth reporter for NASCAR focusing on kid yeah. initiatives. He's good and stuff. He's really good at reporting Also the co host Redhead Racing Radio.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's what I was about Is that to you? get to. So, so okay. now that you so do we need to make you sign an exclusive <laughs> uh, podcast deal? I mean, how, he's moonlighting on us, TJ. It's, yeah, I know he's been doing it. No, it's some
1: good Watch practice. It. I can bring ready. You wow, that scared me. Cobbler didn't know the race was over yesterday. That scared me. Holy TV cow, show, man. man! Like I was, I mean, Joey's celebrating, talking, you know, and like thanks, guys. Blah blah blah. No. And, Dude, what if he were to like move up a little bit right there? So TV show Kyle Busch do that? That's out. That's the broadcast. Wow. Does he not know what yellow means? I don't know, man. Like that's it. Literally scared me because I didn't know. That's fine worthy. I, I that I know he was probably mad how he finished. I don't care if he's mad. You, you yeah. slow your pace
0: and and that's fine worthy. Am I? That made me. TJ nervous. just showed me a video of Kyle Busch running 120 around Joey Logano running 30 around everybody. Yeah, the that's fine worthy. That's where that's where they would find. Yeah, That's I mean, stupid.
1: it made me Throw your uh, temper
0: tantrum at your motorhome that something. you drug all the way to the West Coast.
1: It just made me nervous because Joey was talking and I could not tell him. And I don't know if he's I, I'm guessing he didn't do his belts or anything yet, but
0: I yeah, can't. He's, tell certainly, him. he's
1: certainly not poised to be in an accident at that point. either. No, and I mean, I'm not saying he's going to swerve up right there, but what if what, what if? what if somebody doors him to sell him a good job? Yeah, what if? So, yeah, that made me nervous. Um, be safe. Where's that man. at? Where's that clip at? Just the broadcast. Yeah. Recording. Wow. Tweet it. No. Not tweeting it. I just want to make that was sure stupid. Yeah, just slow down, man. Not ever I know it's not the greatest day, but In man, and Out In and Out can't be that good. <laughs> it was pretty good last night though. Did you go get in and out? Yeah, Josh had to have it. Oh yeah. Josh loves him some in and out. Do you I'm get not, protein
0: style or did you get normal bun?
1: No, I don't. You don't eat it? Uh I will, but I I don't. I'm not like Dude, if you get it wrapped in lettuce, it's just as good as the bun thing. Some people when they go out west, they got to go to like In and Out. They got, and I'm not.
2: I'm not either. I'll eat their fries, but I don't like them. Yeah, whatever. Thanks.
1: Yeah, Casey.
0: Well,
2: I just want to thank everybody who commented, tweeted, messaged, liked. uh,
0: What is tweeted?
2: Tweeted. I said tweeted.
0: (laughs) You sounded country. You did. I didn't mean
2: to. Well, thank you for everyone who sent messages of kind. Well wishes. Um, We are so excited, and it was really cool to see how many people were excited for us. Yeah,
1: and if you want to send uh, egg sandwiches for Casey in the morning, if you want to Dunkin'
2: Donuts, please
1: Dunkin' Donut egg sandwich for Casey. When I walked in here, it looked like she had ate for three days. She was eating that thing.
2: I mean, but that's the only way I'll get eggs. I can't. I I I tried making eggs. I can't eat it. I can't look at chicken right now. Why? I don't know. It makes me sick.
1: So Chick Fil A, no. No. You can't do Chick-fil-A? No. Oh, man.
2: Like, I'm almost... I could probably try and do a chicken biscuit, but I... What's your next race? Not Atlanta. Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta and Miami.
0: My birthday weekend. Oh, awesome.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, uh, Miami. Yeah, so I don't...
0: So you're missing this whole West Coast swing.
2: Yes. Lucky
0: Uh, you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Honestly, a four- or five-hour flight doesn't sound dreamy right now, but...
0: You're going to be pregnant in the summer when it's so hot.
2: I know. But it was either that or pregnant when Chad is on the West Coast for like a month and then Chili Bowl. So it was either have my husband or not have my husband.
0: Lots lots of change coming in Casey's life.
2: Yes. But thank you all so much. It was really cool to see. And we'll be sure to keep you updated with you know lots of pictures since everybody loved uh, seeing my wedding pictures. I can't
0: wait. It's going to be the best. Make your pick, loser. I know, dude. Kyle Busch let me down.
1: You can't do better than what I did right there. No. No. And, and you know, Matt DiBenedetto. Did I say it right? D- no, no. Um <laughs> He ran seventh
0: to ninth all day. Solid and, day. And, and pulls out a second-place finish again because of pit strategy. Uh, good for him, man. Obviously, his first real race in a really good car at a downforce track. You know, the stuff he was in last year. At, at mile-and-a-half stuff and two-mile stuff was not Gibbs stuff. It was Levine stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Ross Chastain debuted in a good car, too. H- had a good run, had a good first stage, finished 10th. Then his day kind of went awry. He ended up spinning out late. Um, good to see those guys like that, though, get good rides. Because TJ and I, it, when we got here, guys had to get in rides that were capable of running 20th and worked their way up, and eventually you got tabbed to be you know in a, in a really good car. And, and now a lot of these kids – yeah, even like Eric Jones, they come blow through here in the very best stuff, and boom, that's where they're at. Suarez, boom, that's where he was. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you don't necessarily see guys work their way up like LeJoy's does, like Chastain does, like Matt DiBenedetto Benedetto does. How good to do job. that? Good
3: job. That was good. Yes.
0: So anyway, I don't really know who I want to pick. TJ, um, you tell me. Toyota I can go first. Toyota sucked last week. Your cars were fast, so well, I'll just pick you. Twenty two car. All right, I'll pick Ross. What's Ross in? Probably the six. Yeah, we don't know that.
1: You think?
2: Brett, Could, you already know, so you might as well just...
1: Good call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking him.
2: Um, I have one more rant. Okay.
1: Oh, God. They
2: just... I don't know if you guys have looked on the Dirty Mo Media store and the new website, but there's some really nice clothes, and I'd like a shirt, you know, maybe to wear since we're on the show. So, Davis, Dillner, Leah, if you're listening, please, I just really want a shirt.
0: So go in there and buy one. I've been doing this for, this our fifth year? Probably, something like this that. This is our fifth year. I stole a t-shirt out of the gift shop one time because I had something I had to do and I needed to have that on. And I stole a hat one time. And I just told Miss Kathy, hey, write this to Mike Davis. So go in there, get whatever you want, and mm-hmm. just put it on my tab.
2: Deal. Yeah. That's it. That's all go I have. Now. Buy
0: a double extra large, though, so you can grow into it this summer.
2: I'm not getting that big, okay? I'm going to stop with Papa John. You and said and you Scout wanted cookies. it baggy. No, I didn't.
0: You told me earlier you were not wearing any tight clothes anymore. You're wearing baggy clothes.
2: Yeah, because it's just not comfortable.
0: Same. That's what me and Freddie do all the time. (laughs) I know how Freddie feels. All right. Thank you guys guys. so much
2: for listening. Uh, Be sure to share, link, retweet, like, comment. Give us some love. Have a great week.
0: We're sleep deprived. Holla. Yeah. See ya.
3: Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.